we move on to our next speaker who is another young uh, girl here Niharika Joshi Niharika is a management consultant turned tech enthusiast who is passionate about building products that make enterprises more efficient and agile she works at facebook where she leads growth for its b2b product in india and south asia with the aim to accelerate digital transformation of organization an indian school of business alumni she comes with an exhaustive experience of working in the technology space and has built her expertise in b2b saas and product strategies she has worked for tech giants like microsoft uh, where she helped in digitalization of smbs in india and at uber where she was driving disruption of enterprise mobility her passion for technology has also won her the women in corporate award by women's web she's strong proponent for of women representation in tech and works as a mentor for the cherry blair foundation where she helps women led early stage startups in formulating their products and business strategies so over to you nilharika we have two awesome speakers and um, my cup of tea is getting ready now to hear you So over to you, Nikhil. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Madhuri. And I know Kanika is logged off, but uh, love the last couple of minutes that I managed to get. Um, I'm going to do a quick audio check because I've logged in through my phone. So just want to make sure if yeah, we uh, can hear let you. Me know. Awesome, awesome. Perfect, perfect. Um, I'm going to be leaning on um, you guys to share the screen and let me know if if it's getting presented again. So sorry about the last minute tech issue here. um is my screen visible to everybody yes it is super super so first off thank you thank you so much madhuri it's 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 an absolute pleasure honestly to be able to speak to educators um and to give our two cents on you know things that have been very pivotal in helping us chart our career journeys um but before i start of the session i want to take a quick pause and just kind of address the the massive crisis that we're going through um as a country right now um genuinely hope that all you and your families are kind of keeping safe um it's a very unfortunate time uh, in the country and all of us with one degree of separation here and there um is facing something or the other but uh, you know here's hoping uh, we are able to tie through this very difficult time and uh, yeah that we are able to kind of come out stronger so i think with that i wanted to start off uh, a little in terms of uh, you know when when i kind of got approached by the future school leaders to speak about uh, skills beyond school um honestly it's very very exciting topic and you know all of us have a point of view about what better can we do in education what else can we do uh, but what actually happened you know once i kind of started mulling over a little bit more about the theme is i started introspecting about my own career and own skills people situation scenarios decision making that really helped me chart out my career path and be able to kind of look at how i've been able to arrive at where i am today and what have those been pivotal skills and things and activities that have made a very very um, like a major role in kind of helping me do that um before i do i kind of wanted to walk you through my my career journey um so i'm going to request you guys to move on to the next slide so now while the slide might look uh, extremely linear uh, that's the way it was intended but there's been nothing very linear about uh, my journey so far 
um, I come from a family of bureaucrats where you know joining the civil services seemed to be something which I had always been talking about um, and then I went diametrically opposite and I joined so to speak the private services um, um, I, I was an electrical engineer spent a lot of time in I loved heavy machinery and I was fairly certain I wanted to build a career out of it but then I discovered consulting and then again moved uh, in an entirely separate path altogether um, joined KPMG spent a, a fabulous time working in India working in UK um, across different sort of practices um, and then I gradually joined um, ISB um, and I think a lot of my where I stand with respect to uh, you know my clarity on what I want to make out of uh, my career has has got to be attributed to that that one juncture in my life that one year at ISB where a lot of these horizons suddenly opened up um, again came from consulting thought I'll go back to consulting that's a you know, very popular MBA choice. Uh, but again, I kind of discovered tech, I discovered product. I love the fact that, you know, we are able to ideate, take an idea, take a thought, take a product and really build um, and, and kind of grow it. And which is why I again kind of pivoted to, uh, you know, kind of looking at tech companies. And then Microsoft came along and uh, that's that's where I started my tech journey, spent some time in Microsoft, spent some time in Uber. Um, and now I work with Facebook. And throughout all of this, I think if I had to kind of crunch it into this one skill, um, I think what has been very, very pivotal and important for me has been this one ability to be very agile and be very and be able to pivot as and when this, the situation and scenario changed. Um, now, while this this might seem like a broader theme and I will speak about the larger skills, I think that this, this one attribute, this one behavior is extremely crucial in the current context that we are in. The future of work will look very different from what we are right now and what we are planning on what we've learned. And this one ability to be able to not just change and course correct when situations change, but also be able to quickly analyze and assess what makes sense, what is nice, what should be the next step um, has been extremely crucial to be able to kind of chart out a career path that kind of makes sense for us. So with that, what I've tried to do is kind of crunch down my learning of, of all the places that I've been with uh, uh, into these four core skills that I feel are extremely relevant in the context that we are in and which are very important uh, with the new workforce that we are going to be building on. Um, and with that, we'll move on to the first one, uh, the next slide. Um, and I feel if I had to crunch down and speak about this one skill, which is extremely crucial, it's going to be the skill of creating builders. Now, we as a system are very pivoted on knowing things, on replicating things, but I don't think we emphasize enough on being able to create builders. And that at the core is where your equity and your value uh, in any organization, whether your own or an organization that you're working with really lies. Now the business context is looking for people who are able to firefight, people who are able to ideate, people who are able to take an abstract concept and extract idea and create something out of it. You know, uh, uh, in the setup, like I spoke about again, um, a lot of these products that we will create and we will launch in the market two years down the line haven't even been thought of. So we don't need people who are just able to replicate and copy and share information, but people who are okay with that level of uncertainty are very fast will be able to design and be able to create and give us tangible results. So this ability of being able to create an IP, an intellectual property, which is yours and yours alone. And that could mean different things. It could either be a code or it could be a business strategy or it could be potentially um, just ideating a new product altogether. This ability of being able to work with the unstructured, the uncharted is um, a skill that is appreciated today, will be appreciated 10 years down the line and will always be a skill that will be appreciated given the setup and how fast the environment is changing. 
uh, I'm going to give a very small example of a situation that we are going through right now. Uh, we're looking at penetrating one market in South Asia that, in the middle of a pandemic, is also going through a political unrest. Now, if somebody were to say, "Hey, refer your your playbooks on how to do that," there's nothing that exists around that. And what has been able to help us sail through that is our team of people who are able to look beyond and see, "Hey, what else can happen? What else makes tangible sense? Can we brainstorm on this? Can we look at a solution and idea that doesn't exist?" So if I had to really crunch down my entire learning and think of this one skill that every organization holds very, very dear and very important is this one ability to create people who are able to be builders and people who are learners. Um, I'm going to sincerely suggest everyone in the audience today to uh, listen to this one talk by Steve Jobs, um, where he addresses an IT, uh, the MIT uh, uh, lecture that he's taking, and where he speaks about exactly this and the relevance of being able to create and build, and be able to take ownership of those thoughts and ideas and see them to execution. And while creating and building is one very relevant skill, uh, we'll move on to the next slide, which is a very pivotal and very important uh, skill that we need to have um, as 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 people that are going to be ready and be entering the workforce. That is the power of many, which essentially is the power of the equity of people. Now, I'm fairly certain this is this is something that you'll hear again and again with pretty much everyone who kind of comes uh, uh, in 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 this in the seminar. But that would again reinforce the fact that every organization and every person who is wherever they are has come about because they understand the value of people. My decisions, my steps, things that I do at work, things where I think of my next is a lot of it is attributed. Pretty much all of it is attributed to this army of people that is helping me in building and creating and helping me visualize. My mentors, my bosses, people in my team. And this necessarily doesn't really mean connecting to the right people in right organizations. What this also means is giving us that level of clarity, the students that level of clarity to understand where do their strengths lie, what else can they do, what else is possible, what is the potential of of what are they thinking about. They've learned physics, they've learned this, they've done engineering. What else can we do over and beyond this? And that's where people will play a very very pivotal role in really helping build stuff. And as they say, while they say in a kid's sense context of a kid, it generally does take a village to build anything, whether it is our own careers, whether it is companies. Um, and our education till now has been very pivoted on, you know, successes, these heroes, the top of the class, the best in math. Um, I wish, and I sincerely do hope that as we are progressing in our education system, we are overemphasizing and we're spending a lot more time in not just the competitive aspect of our education, but the collaborative. Because once people enter the workforce, it is this collaboration, it is this ability and skills to identify how to leverage others, identify what's how should you use somebody else, or how should you how should you kind of chart out your own steps, or how should you even execute your work. Um, that ability to be able to identify and leverage people will be very very crucial in in what really comes out of not just the work we do, but how our career eventually charts out. And like they say, our qualification will only end up taking us to our starting point where we land up and where we end up is largely going to be driven around how well are we able to understand and appreciate the equity of people and be able to create a value out of it. So I think in our in in if I had to kind of give a suggestion, um, I wish there is there is more opportunity in the current context in the education system where we are encouraging collaboration, we are encouraging students to get together, not just to create heroes and these people individual of excellence, but also to kind of come together and see how can you collaboratively um, uh, build and help others out. The third skill that I'm going to speak about is going to be this this concept of connecting the dots, and what that means essentially is. Business problems will never be linear. They're never unidirectional. They're always multi-directional. 
when we have a problem at work when facebook is trying to solve a problem when facebook is trying to now look at covid's uh, our response to covid we are not having a linear look to a problem we have a problem that hey how can facebook as an organization help give a response to covid our problems are never going to be hey look at it from a mathematical or look at it from this point of view what it really requires is being able to assess all the information available to you to be able to provide a solution and that's something that we need to encourage our students to also think beyond while we have these very good approaches to education and we look at individual subjects and individual um, you know learning modules what we would want to eventually progress towards is something that allows them to broaden their horizon and be able to assimilate all the learnings that they have with different problem ideas into something into one thing so interestingly and i and i wish um, i i could kind of mention the name but i recently came across an educational institute um, that had a very interesting uh, uh, concept where they used to ask the students to share business ideas so what they used to do is this used to be it used to be a, an entrepreneurial class where the problem used to be hey you had to make a business uh, case and you had to present a business case and this is what it is uh, just go ahead and imply implement whatever you want to you want to implement what you learn at robotics in 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 geography whatever you want to learn go ahead and do that and that one learning for the students was so interesting because they were able to look beyond different aspects of what they learned and really assimilate and bring together the different aspects of not just the people but the learnings that they actually had at class and this is one skill that really differentiates people who make an impact in organizations because our, uh, our system right now is still developing where we are able to look at assimilated problems those who do enter workforces with a with a very wide view of being able to look at a holistic 360 degree view of problems are the ones who genuinely excel so if you are able to create that ecosystem where we are giving generic business problems or or generic concepts to our students to explore and ideate this will open up their horizons a little bit more and be able to kind of conceptualize and think of thoughts and ideas a little more and with that i'm going to move on to to the last uh uh, uh the last skill that i wish we would be able to develop in our future workforce and that's the skill to be able to develop strengths now there's a small story behind this uh in one of my previous organizations uh my boss during the time of our uh, performance uh, uh kind of gave me this book this is a book called now discover your strengths and so she said hine harka go ahead and read that um now that caught me off guard because again you know in performance you expect a bonus and not a book um uh, and when she gave it to me she said something very interesting that resonated with me is you over pivot on doing what you don't do well well but you don't spend enough time in understanding where your strengths lie and really honing and sharpening them because that's where your equity lies me as a boss i know that but you as a person don't really know that enough and that really got me thinking there's something which is called the hip pocket skill that that indra noi uh, speaks about quite a lot again suggesting you to go and uh, listen to this talk where she speaks that in organizations there's generally this one skill one skill that one needs to have that makes you imperative in in that setup right and that skip is actually called a hip pocket skill and more often than not it has nothing to do with your technical skill and that's something that we need to encourage our students to understand and kind of discover a little bit more this this entire aspect of being able to be aware of what they are good at it's just not the tangible skills but the intangible am i good at creating consensus am i good at being able to create um, a concept am i being able to deliver a concept am i good at oratory it's it's very important for students to be extremely self aware 
while we pivot on the weaknesses and really encourage our students to become better um an ecosystem that really supports our students to also look and dig deep and be able to identify these pockets of strengths because these pockets of strengths and this level of self awareness in them will really be what will differentiate them in whatever setup whether a workforce that they enter or whether they start their own own startups and ventures this skill of being able to understand their strengths is going to play a very very crucial and critical role and while we speak of all these four skills of being able to connect the dots be able to leverage an ecosystem be able to connect uh, and kind of leverage our strengths what is extremely important as well in the setup and we'll move on to the next slide now is while we look at empowering our students we need to equally empower our educators with the tool that are necessary to get them ready for the future of work like i spoke about uh, the future of work will look very different you know i've i've been working remotely for the past one year now and it is quite likely that come another 6 7 months we will still continue to be remote you know facebook has has policies where people can continue to be remote uh, indefinitely if they want to now how do you add contribute and add value to to an organization in a setup in in not just your organization setup but in a business setup which nobody has been ready to but nobody is aware of and for that we really need to empower our educators with tools and get them to to be to have access to the information and talk the talk that the industry is talking as well and facebook as an organization is spending a lot of time in leveraging how we can help educators uh, um i was very working very closely with the ministry of gujarat very recently where what we were looking at is creating this entire network of students of uh, sorry of teacher community within within the state of gujarat and helping see how can we leverage and provide them with tech solutions to be able to assimilate what they see right now to then gradually percolate onto the students um so again i feel technology will play a very very pivotal role as much in honing and kind of building the future workforce through our students but on also kind of uh, helping and empowering our educators to give that right amount of knowledge and content to be able to um, kind of direct and guide our students in those right directions as well and with that i'm going to wrap up the session and i want to leave you with this image that i feel is extremely powerful which i feel is going to be the future of what the workforce is um um uh, this is this is uh, witney she is the founder of a tech startup called bumble um and there's a lot of cannots in this image um, lady founder ipo in the middle of a pandemic holding a child in the new york stock exchange these are three images there would be a lot of you can't do in that but it still happened and there's something that she said that i thought was so powerful and that we i genuinely hope um, you're able to kind of translate the same into our students where we really help them and kind of go beyond to be able to dream to be able to chase their dreams and be as aggressive as they can and fire tooth and nail to be able to go and achieve that once we're able to build this 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 entire force of people this future workforce of people who are confident who are fearless who know the weather strengths are who know what they want in life and who know how to how to elevate things and to take them higher um uh, we are definitely looking at a at a tremendously bright future um and with that i want to wrap up this session thank you so much for being such a patient and wonderful audience uh and madhuri i'm now going to pass it back to you thank you niharika you know this is one of the things that have been has been bothering the education industry that what is it that we are preparing our children for you know earlier in yesterday years we knew they are either going to be teachers engineers doctors lawyers there was a set trend we knew a child who's taking who's got a certain score will go to pcm this one will go to pcb but now you don't feel like allocating them subjects as per their scores in cbsc board you really want to get an aptitude test done you want to see where the acumen of the child the aptitude the attitude 
like you just don't want to slot them as per the marks received in a public exam which they write for the first time in their life you just don't want to do that and of course as you said there is so much of variation like my own daughter she works with a law firm and she has an ai specialist they're developing an app right so who would have thought law and ai but today we are living in a very different world my my nephew is learning robotic surgery in new york so it's a, it's a different world so i think as education as you rightly said we need to be well informed we are on top of the ladder so we need to be at top of the pyramid we need to be well informed as to what do we teach why do we teach and how do we teach right 